Inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Fans of the Force Podcast. So intense. I mean, I was, my heart was beating. It's still beating now. I'm getting enough of it. I want to see it again already. A lot of action, a lot of noise. It's more than just a movie. It's kind of like a lifestyle, I guess, almost. Everybody was out there just screaming, yelling. When Lucasfilm logo came up, that was the best. I, I like Darth Vader. It was intense. It was incredible. I loved it. It was awesome. You know, you guys have been there from the very start. You are more like family than fans. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Adrian, and I'd like to welcome you all once again to Fans of the Force Podcast, Episode 7. As always, John and Kadri are here joining me to ensure an awesome podcast experience. How's everyone doing today? Feeling pretty good. Super fantastic. Ready to roll. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I bet cat. You know, you, you just you just got back from a nice little spa trip, right? Yeah, spent the weekend in Palm Springs. Had a little spa day. Yeah, I'm really really feeling good. <laughs> Ready to roll. <laughs> that sounds so cool. Uh, so for today's uh, episode, uh, it's a bit of a challenging topic to say the least. I guess um, we might be at each other's throat again. Who knows? Maybe you're lucky. Uh, what do we got, John? Well, we're going to start off with a little galactic geek out. Our main topic today, how to handle the uh, Leia role for the upcoming episode nine. We'll certainly dip our toes in the water of would you rather and wrap things up with Attack of the Fandom. Awesome. So what do we got for galactic geek out then, Kat? Um, it's been a pretty quiet week. I mean, I know I'm still geeking out over the stuff from Vanity Fair, and there's been a lot of behind the scene, behind the scenes stuff um, that's that's come out with that. Have you guys read the article? Seen any of that? You know, I've seen the posts online on Facebook and such, but uh, I've gone to like four different stores, and the episode is not on the shelf in Eugene, Oregon. I got to get over to Barnes and Noble and check there. I'm sure they'll have it. But everywhere I've gone, it's like last month's issue. And I'm like, totally not picking that up. Yeah, it's not out yet, actually. Oh, well, then um, that's it's, my problem. <laughs> it's it's going to be out next week, Tuesday. Um, But yeah, so that's why you haven't uh, been able to see it in the store. Well, that's your problem. Totally. Jumping the gun is normal. All right. Explains a lot. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, still just enjoying that. I finally sat down and read the whole article, um, which has been online. But I can't wait to get my print copy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to look at the pictures in my hand and really just, you know, um, study them and really go over them and and make sure that what not a bothan really looks like <laughs> that's right oh my gosh i think pablo just got completely swamped that was uh, even that was the best way to handle that yeah yeah <laughs> not a bothan for those who missed hilarious. it he changed his twitter handle to not a bothan <laughs> and and just tweeted out thought this would be easier yeah Oh, Pablo. So doing, classy. Doing the dirty work. That was epic. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, there's I mean, I would say that the article obviously doesn't really involve much in the way of spoilers. Um, I think we kind of I can't remember if we talked about it last week, but the one thing that did come out in the article was that uh, Rose has a sister who's also a member of the resistance. Mm -hmm. Um, That was that was revealed in the article. So that's kind of a cool little tidbit that we didn't know about before. And that um, uh, Benicio del Toro's character doesn't even have a name, which I thought was kind of interesting. Well, I think his name is DJ, isn't it? That's what they're calling him. But I guess his name is not mentioned in the film. Oh, Oh. so they say. So it could be a profession. Yeah, potentially. Or or just initials, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But clearly not Boba Fett, which was one of the big rumors. Oh, was I never it? I don't into that one. Yeah, I never I did don't either. Think I, ever, I don't think I ever heard that one. That was so. one of the early rumors was that he was playing old Boba Fett and Boba Fett was coming oh. back. But honestly, oh. uh, the age doesn't match anyway. No. no, I think it's the same for people who want uh, Benicio Del Toro's character to be Ezra. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I, think I don't the, think I don't think the, I don't think the timeline matches I up. I think Sorry, you're right. Guys. Yeah. yeah, I think he would have to be quite a bit older. Yes. Yeah. I think Benicio Del Toro's got at least 20 years on where Ezra would be. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so Small galaxy if it is Ezra. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Um, so, yeah. So that's still geeking out about that. Um, and then also last week there were some leaked pictures i guess for upcoming lego sets that revealed uh <laughs> what snoke looks like right did either yeah. of you guys see those uh, did it really the, though i mean the, um, the only difference is that okay we know he's not 25 feet tall which we all suspected <laughs> anyway yes. and he's not hologram colored you know yeah, well, I mean, I know obviously, obviously Lego is not going to be a you know critically uh, accurate interpretation of whatever character. Probably but, not. Yeah. Oh, that was kind of underwhelming. It doesn't even. I mean, <laughs> it didn't even. Even though it wasn't twenty five feet out, tall Let and blue, out. yeah, <laughs> did it even look like? Like what we saw in the Force Awakens. I know, not really I mean, at all. Yeah, not really. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's just I just find it amusing. Uh, um, one thing to backtrack too about the Vanity Fair. Um, yes, please. Uh, Laura Dern's character is not Mara Jade, which is another rumor that was being floated out there. Oh, I missed that rumor. No also, one. yeah, that was a rumor I heard. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So I'm glad she's not. She's got blue hair. No, I'm glad and, she's know, a they gave purple-haired her a, uh, admiral. Yeah, they gave her a, yeah. a, a name, Admiral... Uh, Haldo. Vice Admiral Haldo. Okay. I, I like it. it was. Cool. I, I like it, too. too. I'm Pumped. I'm excited to see her. You know, I love yeah. Laura Dern, so it's gonna it's exciting that she's got a role in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, she'll have an awesome Lego minifig. Probably. Oh, yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, they all will. Now, we're not quite into the Legos here yet, so I know as time goes by, that will be a thing. So, 
Yeah. Um, but other than that, did either of you two see anything um, that you're geeking out about Star Wars wise? Well, that Lego thing really made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because uh, all, totally. all the clickbaity titles and the articles like first look at Supreme Leader Snoke. Spoiler oh, leaked image. And then you realize it's a Lego. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, OK, I'm sure it'll still show something. Then you get the. Eh. Well, the other thing, too, was the what they're calling evil BB-8. That's oh, right. In the yeah. Lego set. I, yeah, like the black. Yeah. <laughs> the First Order BB units first, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like dark, like black and gray and stuff. I did see that also, and that was I was like, what? I... I mean, I guess Poe does say that he's one of a kind, and maybe that's just referring to the paint scheme the paint job yeah the the orange and white paint scheme um the the new walkers was oh sorry oh i was just gonna say it doesn't seem like a very first order type droid to me yeah maybe it's bb-8 in disguise like chopper maybe in rebels maybe maybe they just paint him black i'd be cool with that oh dang undercover bb-8 I'm calling it oh, undercover right. BB-8. I love it. <laughs> but if he's one of a kind, wouldn't he stand out? Well, even if he is, hand well, wave. That's, that's why he needs the paint job. <laughs> okay, so is he doesn't stand BB-8 out. Unit you're looking for now. He, now he blends <laughs> in with the mouse droids. That's right. Yeah, totally. All right, all right. It is a cool, cool thought, though. That's pretty freaking cool. Um, with the same uh, Lego tease, uh, the walkers—they were calling them the gorilla walkers before. Yeah, but they're just beefed up at ats for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Are they calling them like heavy, heavy at ats, heavy walkers, something? I, I something didn't like that. Take note of the. Hey, let me look it up real quick. To it be fair, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Oh, I said, to be fair, I'm not really a vehicle type girl, so I didn't really actually pay that much attention to the walkers. I was I was looking at Snoke. <laughs> well, eventually you had to look away from Snoke. <laughs> Whatever right. that yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's not the most interesting thing. Yeah. And like his clothes. I mean, not even like a black cloak or something. Yeah. Like I'm I'm disappointed. It's like this buff colored tunic i mean is he like <laughs> hiding out on jakku or something is he or? like a skywalker yeah <laughs> if he's, he's he's a he's a trump you know because of the gold right <laughs> huh? Huh? Her- trump is Snoke. Heard it here first folks trump is Snoke. <laughs> oh my god all right well i think that's it for our galactic geek out this week here we go. Main topic discussion. All right. Buckle your seatbelts. All right. So I think for this one, we should just one at a time, just quickly say what our preference would be. One at a time, and then we'll go all out. All right. Well, should we lay out what kind of the three options are? The main sure. options that they have have been brought up. All right. Go right ahead. 
Uh, so since Carrie Fisher passed in December, there have been kind of three different options floated for how her story could continue in episode nine. And those are that they basically write her out or, I guess, kill her off screen or use footage that they already have to kind of write her exit. You make her exit. Uh, they could recast the role or potentially do CGI. And those are kind of the three options that were floated. Um, they have Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy have said they're not doing the CGI option, but I think we can still talk about it um, because nothing's set in stone yet. I don't think they've started working on it, so I don't mind talking about it. <laughs> Pretty much, right. yeah. <laughs> so, so what do you guys think the best option would be? Well, I think for me, CGI would be my first preference, actually. You know, I, I want to see her character make it through the entire arc of this story. And I don't want to see her character killed off. Um, you know, we already had the main character, the... the original trilogy character loss in Han Solo. I feel like that would be dipping in the same pond again, just going for extra sympathy. So my first choice would to be bring her back in like maybe just a small cameo at the very end, you know, tying things up um, as a CGI character. I, that would be my, my number one choice. Um, again, I think, I think, they're not going to do that, though. Um, I, I, I believe them when they say, yeah, we're not going to do CGI Carrie Fisher. Um, so that that means that my favorite choice is probably off the table. What about you, Adrian? Pretty much the same, actually. Uh, my preference would be uh, use old footage or existing footage as mm -hmm. much as possible. Yeah. And a body double when uh when needed just like when paul walker died for you know fast and furious movies mm -hmm. right um recasting is just not an option for me whatsoever and uh well, writing I think, her I think, out i think that would be my second choice though recasting because there's mm. a lot Ooh. of great there's a lot of great um older actresses that could put up a, a decent performance and maybe it'd just be a, a diminished role again. Um, but, I mean, killing off the character and, and writing her out of the story would be my least favorite option. Because I think the character deserves better than that. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, I am amused... Um, if I could use that word, that both of you picked the CGI option, because that's actually my preferred option as well. Um, and I thought maybe that would be controversial, but apparently, no, we all at least here on at fans of the force, we all uh, we all prefer the CGI option. And, you know, it's kind of for the same reasons, you know, we've already started talking about. I I really feel that writing the character 
off or killing Leia in between episodes eight and nine is a huge disservice to the character. Um, it's probably the easiest. Well, I guess we don't know how eight goes, so maybe it would. It's not actually that easy. Um, that that was something I was going to bring up. We don't know yeah. how her character ends yeah. up after the last Jedi. So yeah. Um. So you know, it might be the the cleanest quote unquote way to do it. Um, I get, Oh, I get really stuck with the recasting though. Like, you know, cause it, well, it Can't hurts for it. one, right. You know, do it. I, you know, I mean, in some ways, like right now it feels way too soon to think about that. Because it only happened in December, and we're not even six months um, away from when Carrie Fisher died. And so thinking about having somebody else step into her shoes and play the iconic role of Princess Leia, I just it hurts a lot <laughs> to yeah. to think about another actress doing that. But at the same time, taking a longer term picture, you know, episode nine will be coming out in 2019. So that's two years down the line. Um, and maybe we'll feel differently then, possibly. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it is still really fresh. So all these talks are going to be hitting nerves that two years from now aren't going to be there like at all so well i imagine that they'll still it will still hurt well, it'll you still know hurt, in but some I mean, ways to this degree it'll be a diminished yeah uh, you know effect, to say the least yeah obviously no matter how they handle it this is going to be a tender subject you know there's oh yeah the, the, mm -hmm. the, probably the the ultimate way to handle it is to still have carrie here and do the role you know <laughs> um, that can't happen, you know? Um, so, so you're not going to please anyone with whatever you do. You're not going to please everyone, I should say. No, oh, yeah. Um, oh my gosh. It's so hard. Dude, it's Star Wars. Yeah. You never yeah. please everybody. <laughs> right. Well, well yeah. I mean. With anything. <laughs> but even aside no, but from that, yeah. yeah. But I mean, there were people that mean. said, you know, even in, uh, her last appearance, um, in the Force Awakens, that you know, people were dogging her by her about her age, and you know, <sighs> that it maybe looked like she had got some work done and all that stuff. And people are super critical. So you know, gross. I was not amongst those people. I'll I'll have you know, uh, I think she was beautiful until the day she died. Just a gorgeous lady, and she'll always you know be you know somebody who I I just I see the beauty in her no matter what her age is. And so, you know, some some people that are just looking to to pick and 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 be negative and that sort of thing. So there's going to be a lot of that no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. So at this point, Lucasfilm needs to do, I think, justice by the character. And they've they've got to continue her arc until there's either some kind of positive or negative resolution with her character hopefully it'll be a positive resolution uh because yeah. I, that's what i wish for her now for selfish reasons i like happy endings you know 
Um, oh, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And, and I, I think we already got the tragic part with Han, and we don't need any more of that. I, I hope <laughs> that Luke and Leia and R2 and 3PO and Chewbacca, our friends, make it through all three of these episodes mm-hmm. of, of this you know rebirth of Star Wars. Um, and that they can just continue on having adventures that may, we may or may not hear of again, but... You know, let them live, for crying out loud. And I really want Leia to live. I really, I think that would be, that would be the best way to honor Carrie is to carry on her character one way or another. Yeah. I think part of what makes it so hard, too, is that, um, you know, if you, if you read the Vanity Fair article um, where the writer, David Camp, I think it's David Camp, um, talked to, you know, he was interviewing everyone, including Carrie and, um, or, you know, or it was some remembrances of Carrie potentially. Um, but you know how Carrie apparently said to, to Kathleen Kennedy, well, you know, Han was the forefront of seven Mm -hmm. and Luke gets eight, you know, I want nine. And there had kind of been this, maybe not, cemented plan but you know it kind of sounded like that's the way things were going like it sounds like she has a more expanded role in episode eight and then that was gonna carry over into episode nine and you know i think i think part of what makes it so difficult is just you know how yeah how do you carefully balance like wrapping up princess leia's story while um, you know, remaining true to what they're supposed to do and also honoring Carrie and everything that she put into that character. Yeah. Um, because she was, you know, she embodied Princess Leia and yeah, it's a hard balance. I really don't envy, <laughs> I really See. don't envy them having to make those decisions and having to do it like right now because, you know, obviously that's incredibly hard for them having known her oh yeah i mean it's such a a tragic real life event that is affecting their filming you know and their decisions going forward and it's i mean gosh can you imagine being the person that has to make that final call you know how are we going to handle this situation i can i know i would handle it in the way that i feel is right and i think the right way to handle it is to do i mean you did a decent enough job with grand moff tarkin you can do a decent and you've you've already done Leia at the end of Rogue One. <laughs> you know, now it's just older Leia. Just do it. Find the right voice actress. You know, use clips that maybe have not been used previously. And let's give us Leia. Give us Leia and let Leia live. Hashtag let Leia live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, going back to what Kat was saying about, you know, just like the story and the planning, how Nine was pretty much going to be, they're hinting at was going to be Leia's story. That's the main reason writing her out is like, which is also probably the option they're going with. It's also my least favorite yeah. because they're compromising the story they've been planning and adding on to. You know, the latest thing is that they've pretty much been reworking it from the ground up. So there's this whole alternate episode nine that we're not going to see. Or 
or did they get that far? Did they actually get that far? Because I just read something where Ryan Johnson said, oh, no, it was a clean slate for me. They let me do whatever I want. They didn't have anything written. They didn't have the art going forward. I was I was allowed to create whatever I wanted. And maybe they're setting that up for episode nine as well. Yeah, but uh, Colin Trevorrow uh, came on board around the same time as Ryan. And they've also worked together on the story, so... They they've had they've had some pieces on the board at the very least. At least at least some plotting nine. done, you think? Yeah. All right. I, I mean, mean episode nine is how many years from now? Two, right? Two. Mm-hmm. They're gonna well, have the to start filming soon. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have a a script that you know at least a draft of it at this point. I guess it's just as a slight aside, just kind of funny because it seems like from Ryan Johnson's twitter and instagram and all that that you know they're they're well you know into post-production and john williams has been recording and things are coming together and i it's like really why aren't we getting this movie now but i keep comparing it to rogue (laughs) one where they were you know doing that up until the day before they released the film so it feels like we're way ahead of schedule yeah pretty much (laughs) finished rendering it like an hour before the premiere yeah (laughs) but but anyway um yeah, to 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 get back to to the loss of Carrie and yeah, I just it it yeah it <laughs> uh, you know kind of what could have been obviously no one wanted Carrie um, or anticipated that this would happen. You know there was no way no way to know, and so. Uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I guess we can't really dwell on what could have been because we'll never know now, you know, the movie, the episode nine that we would have seen, it's, it's gone now, unfortunately. Um. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just worried about how, you know, from a, you know, story perspective, how that's going to gel with episode eight. Yeah, I and so much of it depends on what is happening in eight, which, you know, maybe next year we'll have to revisit after after eight comes out oh, but man. you know next, like, next you year know. end of this year yeah and that's this yeah. year my friend it is i know well at the very end of this year <laughs> yeah i just you know if if kylo is is possibly going to be redeemed to the light side you know don't we want uh you know, reconciliation between Kylo and Leia, you know, it is his mother. Um, yeah, it just. Uh, uh, I guess I guess if they say they're not going to do CGI at all and they're. You know, that's that's honest to God. They say, you know, they say they're not going to and they're not going to. I'm you know, I wonder if they could do some combination of having some storyline reason to keep her off screen. And then, you like we've mentioned, you know, potentially bring in either another actress or use uh footage that they already have to to wrap up her story 
see just part of me can't stand the idea of her just being written out of the movie and then having Leia's story come to an end in like a novel or a comic well I'm not talking like totally I'm talking like you know plot contrivance some reason why she's not on screen for the majority oh and yeah, then, yeah yeah then but- and then to use what what they potentially have to like wrap it up in the end i mean obviously that would be a very imperfect way of doing it and i think we all want to you know we all want her story done justice you know we don't want it half-assed um you're right (laughs) we want we want it wrapped up nicely and you know like john like john said i would really like it to be a happy ending um you know, we already got Han dying in the fictional Star Wars universe. And now that Carrie Fisher has died in the real world, you know, it would be nice to see that character get a happy ending, even mm-hmm. if we know that we're never going to see her again in a in a Star Wars movie. So I think we, we all agree then that killing her off. Bad idea. Terrible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can't do that to royalty. Well, I'm just, I mean, in kind of a humor, slightly humorous, uh, you know, just, the, I mean, the, the theaters would just be flooded, you know, think of, think of how many people who were sad and are still so sad that about Carrie's death and then <laughs> to, to kill her, kill the character as well. I mean, that's almost like, <laughs> I mean, that's almost like a double blow, though, right? No, you're totally you know, right, like, though. I mean, God, yeah. it would, it, in in some ways, it would, it would just be, well, it'd be too much, you know, because you'd be thinking yeah. about the real actress, and it would, mm-hmm. and it would, it would punch twice as hard, you know. <laughs> And well, what if it would be almost unforgivable, but in a, in another way, it could also be treated with a lot of respect and it could be an homage too, if they did it right. If they did it right, potentially. Yeah. Well, like think about it. What if yeah they, they, they kill her off, but it's in this very, you know, important fashion, this very epic way to go out that I don't know, maybe she's a, deciding factor in like the final battle or something right she sacrifices herself for ship or something resistance re- the resistance wins i don't know i feel i feel like that's wins. that's almost too easy you know you have no, to give me I mean, you have to give me something a little more different than than uh oh what's the the guy who uh who died in rebels uh with his ship went down with his ship Oh, Commander Sato. Yes. Oh, Sato. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want a Commander Sato ending. We've already seen that, you know? Yeah, but we've also kind of... Another thing I've been hearing, too, is her... Is Kylo or something. Something involving Kylo. And we already got that with Han. Totally. So I don't want to see that again, yeah. either. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh. Well, if Kylo did anything to Prince... I mean, he's already pretty much dead to me for killing Han. Right. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to be reconciled, by the way. Oh, you don't. No, well, I, this, I don't want can... him. I don't want him to come to the light side and everybody be happy, holy handsy. Yeah, neither do Screw I. Screw that. I want to hate that <laughs> bastard who took away one of my favorite characters. And I want to hate That's... him, and I want to cheer when he's dead. Hey, I am 
not to derail this topic of discussion, but I am right there with you. <laughs> not right. <laughs> so we're agreed. No redemption for Kylo. No All redemption right. for Kylo. <laughs> A good ending for Leia. Hey, but you know, Han still might be alive, so... Oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> Just stop. They wouldn't do that to us. They wouldn't do that you're to not, us. You're not going to hop on that con- no, conspiracy no, no, theory no, no, train. No, 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 I'm not even going to acknowledge that. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kat. I didn't hear what you just said. So I live in my, that would in be, my crack exactly. universe. That would be worse than bringing Captain America's Bucky back. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Bucky came back and you got the Winter Soldier out of him. So. Yeah. Yeah. But still... Bucky should have stayed dead. You make somebody else the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, because it was he blown to atoms. He fell down the reactor or whatever that catwalk uh, was over, and then the planet blew the up. The whole planet! All right, anyway, sorry. I've totally, totally derailed. There's not um, enough left of him to make a force ghost. <laughs> Anything is possible oh, with the force. Che- Chewbacca's listening to this right now, and he's just crying. Right. Anyway, well, yes, but all right, back, <laughs> back to the topic at hand. Now that we've completely lost our train. What train? Um, we never had a train. Yeah, the runaway train. <laughs> um. Yeah, do you guys think, I mean, obviously we have no idea, but um, do you guys feel or want to speculate on which way you think Lucasfilm might be leaning? Well, they pretty much just said they're writing her out, haven't they? I've seen conflicting reports online. Not in so many words. I've, I've seen that she's cleared to appear in episode nine. And I've seen from her family, and I've seen that she won't appear at all. So I've seen both. It just depends on who's writing the internet articles, I guess. It's true. I mean, I honestly feel well. I don't know if they would tell us. Um, they probably haven't made a decision yet. I think by now they have. I think there's been enough. Yeah. I think there's been enough time now where they've gone okay. Look, this is our biggest hurdle. We need to set a date. Everybody think of your your best ideas. Let's come together, throw them all out there. We'll throw away, you know, we'll eliminate the top, except for the, like, top three choices. And then let's, you know, really delve into those three scenarios. They must have, by now, made a decision. Obviously, they won't tell us. I mean, they're not going to. They're going to let it be a surprise. I mean, now now they have the element of, uh, you know, uh, us speculating, you know, and they want us to talk about it and to speculate and to really hash it out oh. and, to, and to hype it up for them. Um, so so they have that. Although, don't you think maybe out perhaps out of sensitivity towards the character and towards Carrie's family that they might. Well, I guess it. I guess it really depends. I think they'd share it with Carrie's family. I mean, Billy's in the movies, so yes, they're probably yeah. going to tell Billy, and she'll tell Carrie's brother. 
you know, and probably Gary. <laughs> Gary ain't talking. So I think we're in no. good shape. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, you know, I mean, you're probably right. They even if they haven't made a decision yet, they're probably very close to making a decision because I don't, I don't know when the filming starts for episode nine, but they're probably in pre-product pre-production. Yeah, uh, right now yeah, they're working are. on all that. So, you know, they'll so need then to if, have the, that if they're in, in pre-production, that means the script's probably done. Which means they probably made a decision. Unless yeah. you believe those other reports saying that they're starting over for the most part. <laughs> There's that. Good point. Good Which point. Which seems to be like the uh, leading one. That they're just rewriting everything. They're just re... re uh, what was the phrase they used? Reworking? Reworking, reworking. Yeah. And... You know, whenever Hollywood type of report comes out that has the words reworking or reshoots, <laughs> it's panic. something big. Yeah. yeah, it's panic. Well, no doubt that that in addition to sadness, there was probably also some panic <laughs> at, uh, at Lucasfilm. Yeah. Mostly, obviously, sadness and grief. Oh, you know? for sure. We're still... I think everyone is still mourning Carrie's death and, you know, having the 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 pictures from Vanity Fair and the tribute from Celebration, you know, it still still serves to remind us that really it hasn't been that long. Yeah, it really hasn't. And I mean, Le- Leia was Luke's sister. Carrie was all of our sister. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is a family member that we all lost. So, I mean, obviously there's there's going to be a big um, big morning, especially for the folks that worked close with her at Lucasfilm. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, I, I, I'm sure I, I feel deep down in my heart that they're going to treat this with nothing but the utmost respect for Carrie Fisher's legacy. And if, in my opinion, I feel the best way to respect that is. To give the fans what they want and what they think Carrie would have wanted. And that's and that's a good that's a good happy ending for the character. Yeah. In in that sense, yes. It is interesting to to peruse the internet. Always a dangerous thing to do. Um <laughs> certainly, you know, there there is a wide uh within the Star Wars fandom itself, a wide variety of opinions as to what they would prefer Lucasfilm do um, in terms of Carrie's legacy and the character of Princess Leia. I mean, some people are vehemently opposed to having any CGI Leia at all because they feel that that wouldn't be fair to Carrie as an actor, you know, when she was alive and, and able to, to do her presence. And so they would prefer the role to be recast or... You know, have her written out in some way, you know, know, so that character as big as Princess Leia. Just recasting just seems like the. That that is like the worst call for me just because, oh, anyone can play this character. That's what it comes off as. I know that's not the intent behind it. If that is the route they go. But 
It would it would just hit me the wrong way. Yeah. Recasting her. Yeah, it wouldn't be my favorite option either. Well, I think I I mean, if they were sticking with the plan of keeping Leia as a large role at the forefront of episode nine, and then to do that, recast her. I, I, yeah, I think I would have some issues with that. I mean, if it's something where they decide to rewrite her role, uh, to still have it, but potentially in a smaller capacity due to the fact that, that Carrie has died and isn't able to portray Leia. I mean, maybe in that case, um, if they if they find the right actress, I mean, it's so hard, right? Because Carrie was Princess Leia and it's really hard to imagine anybody else in that role at this point. Like, I just can't. I mean, I can't think of a single actress that that I would want to step in to fulfill that role. No, totally agree. It, it's again one of those larger than life roles, and yeah, like John said, it's like we lost a family member. He just can't replace a family member right. with someone else that looks like no. him or yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and so, even yeah. even even CGI, even that option would be. Well, you know, it's going to be sad no matter what they do. It really oh, is. Yeah. It's going to be sad. We're going to we're going to be sad when we see her in episode 8. Oh, Bro, I'm already uh, gosh, yeah. it's going to be heartbreaking no matter how the story goes. Oh. You know, the the first time we see her, all of us are going to go, "Oh, Carrie." Yeah. I'm already planning on just probably my first showing of episode eight. I will just be blubbering the whole way through that yeah. and I'll have to watch it back to back to even comprehend anything that's happening. Right. Probably I will just cry the whole time. I think you're right. About Carrie. <laughs> it, was, it was bad enough. The third time I saw Rogue One in theaters, it was the first time after she had passed. The theater I was in played a tribute before the movie started. Oh, oh wow. Oh, that's and so then, nice. And then with that, followed by, you know, the way Rogue One ends. It, yeah. I, it got me. I was like, oh, God, this is. Oh, and that was yeah. just a little cameo and a little tribute they put together all last second to to pay yeah. their respects. So watching her last performance as, you know, the prince, the princess, the as Leia. I mean, it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions in the theater you're gonna yeah. be so glad you're seeing her again but at the same time you're gonna know it's the last time yeah we're gonna sit yeah. there and go i all of us the whole time that that the movie's running i hope that's not her last scene i hope that's not her last scene i hope that's not her last scene the whole movie uh, John. See, that's something I didn't even think about the last scene we yeah. see her in. I mean, we're going to yeah. see that. That's going to happen in this film. That is this thing we're going to see in this film. You're right. He Just prepare totally right. yourselves, folks. It's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to hurt a lot. I, uh, uh, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. I don't know if I'll be prepared until I'm actually like in the theater yeah. watching. And even then, I probably won't be. Probably not. Um. 
to you. Does anybody else have anything else that they'd like to add? No, we're pretty much in agreement, so <laughs> no slut shaming or or uh name calling for this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought maybe things would maybe get a bit more contentious and we'd uh you know have a very vehement argument about well i'm you know thought was the best course of action i was like you cat i thought i thought oh god they're gonna hate me when i say i prefer the cg option but i know i was thinking the same thing i was like oh oh (laughs) i I didn't even think about it because i can't imagine you guys hating me (laughs) (laughs) it would be very hard john to be sure (laughs) he's so modest oh shucks But yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's just end the segment by all agreeing. We're looking forward to whatever they choose to do, because we know it's going to be the best option they can come up with, and it'll be a way that's respectful and great, right? I'm sure it has to I, be. It has to be handled respectfully. And I think you know, obviously, as we've mentioned, I'm sure not everyone will be happy with however Lucasfilm decides to do it. But I have no doubt that Lucasfilm will want to honor Carrie in the way that they think would be most fitting to her and her legacy and the legacy of Princess Leia. So I, you know, all all the power to them for having to do that because I I can't imagine having to do it and just knowing how much all of us as the audience and you know Star Wars fans how much we care about the character and how much we miss Carrie Fisher you know we don't have to make those decisions and so you know I I wish them the best and you know I they will they will make a good decision. I'm I, yeah, I'm hoping the force is with them when they make that decision for sure. And I also think that we probably have some listeners that may not exactly share our ideas and our thoughts on on this topic. And we'd invite you to join us on our Facebook page and discuss it further. Indeed. Let us yeah. know what you think. Let us let us tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong. They're just not as right as we are. <laughs> there you go. Leave it to John to word it in such a nice, passive-aggressive way. <laughs> but we are happy to have constructive conversations Definitely. and debate. Definitely. And if you want to throw barbs, throw them my way. <laughs> and now, my friends, it's time for Star Wars Would You Rather. And now it's time for the game that's sweeping the galaxy from the ice planet of Hoth to the sun-drenched sands of Jakku. It's time for Star Wars Would You Rather. Sorry about the mess. Hold on. But droids are not welcome here. They're ruining the whole game. the game we play each week to get to know each other a little bit better and have a little fun doing so and we twist it a little bit star wars so it's kind of fun as well so this week uh, i've been thinking about uh would you rather and um and i thought we would go more of a a pain and gross out kind of 
would you rather? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, and I and I thought that you know uh, we'd put you in a couple of uncomfortable situations and choose <laughs> the one that would be the least uncomfortable for you. So I pose this question to you. Would you rather be in Luke's X-Wing at the bottom of the swamp at Dagobah and be ejected out and have to swim up 80 feet of water with one breath? Or would you rather share the giant water dish with the Hapabor on Jakku? <laughs> like Finn had to. <laughs> All the time? Or just once? We'll, we'll go with just once. I mean, both of them are one-time instance. One of them doesn't end with your potential death at the bottom of a swamp. Yeah, it's true, right. true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, you don't know what kind of botulism that creature has in its jowls. Well, Finn ended up all right. Well, maybe he got lucky. Maybe the the First Order inoculates all their stormtroopers <laughs> against from uh, disease, <laughs> <Yeah>. botulism. <laughs> I, just, like, I just want to know where you pulled botulism from. Like of all the things, it's always in there. Botulism's always in there. <laughs> Um, oh, I'll I'll share a drink with the half a boar. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna have to share a drink with the half a boar also, just because. Oh man, the thought of being trapped underwater in an X-wing and potentially drowning in a swamp or being eaten, eaten by eaten a on the way up, yeah, swamp creature, or you could be is... spit out and ejected safely to land like R2 was. Uh, yeah. Arthur was uh, lucky; he wasn't fleshy. That's yeah, possibly true. That seems <laughs> the proximity for death is, uh, I think, pushing me in the direction of sharing sharing a drink with the Hapabore, just because at least you could go see a a doctor or medical droid if you caught something from the Hapabore. Um, <laughs> you know, as we've it's already true. talked about, you know, the only way to come back in Star Wars is a force ghost, and that's no guarantee. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, um, plus, you, you probably could use a drink after you've had your one quarter portion anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I just spent three days in a desert so yeah i'm <laughs> think i'm still still dehydrated so yeah i'd probably rather dive in with the hapabore you know come to think of it uh, i always stop by a hapabore pin and take a drink on my way to work in the morning so <laughs> so what am i talking about i i do this all the time bring on the hapabore yeah but you're not allowed to uh rim the end edge with salt and put a little twist of lime in it <laughs> <laughs> oh damn mm. i don't know proximity to death like cat said hapabore bring it on okay and for me what I'm yeah. I'm a strong swimmer, so I am going to choose the X-Wing option because, number one, it means that I got to be in an X-Wing. 
<laughs> and number two, I am a strong swimmer. So I, I think I could make the 80 feet of water with one breath and not die. But can you outswim a giant thing of a crocodile? I hope or so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's like a shark. Just punch it on the nose. <laughs> right. If it has one. If it has <laughs> one. <laughs> Aim for the soft looking part. Right. Well, you're a braver man than I am, John. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. <laughs> plus, like, after, nope. <laughs> plus afterwards, I get to hang out with Yoda. Or at least in that his would... hut, which is probably still on Dagobah. <laughs> well, what if this is plot twist? Plot twist. So okay. Everything's a plot twist. Same, yeah, same question. All right. But it's after the events of Return of the Jedi. So Yoda's gone. His <sighs> hut's probably been all well, down and it's destroyed. it's probably still there. So that's a plot twist it's, for that. It's and probably tangled Jakku. in roots. It's probably still there. <laughs> All right. Jakku, though. What's your plot twist? My Jakku plot twist. Oh, hmm. No, that's too <laughs> gross. You get a drink from that same water for for a year. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or not, not a year. That's too much. A month. Okay. That's your only source of water for a whole month. <sighs> Ooh, I'm swimming. Then I might take, yeah. I'm totally swimming. <laughs> I think I choose Dagobah in that case. I'm going to put one of those swim caps on, too. Tuck my <laughs> ears up in it. <laughs> put on my little goggles. I might even slip into some Speedos. Mm, maybe not. Hey, that'll, <laughs> hey that, that'll keep the monsters away. <laughs> well, in that case, what is at. that Wookie doing in a speedo? <laughs> Swim away now! <laughs> I'll, I'll still stick with the with the half of war, just not the the best swimmer. So, <laughs> yeah, I imagine the guy that lives in the desert probably doesn't swim well. <laughs> I can float. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's important, too. Yeah. That is yeah. important. The other thing, too, that, that I hadn't considered until this very moment is that 80 feet is in murky water, so you wouldn't know when you're really getting close to the surface. It'd be, it'd be a guess, and it would look like you're getting closer and closer, but it'd be hard to tell. So you'd be, like, struggling that last, like, 10 feet going, <laughs> I think I'm close. God, I better make it. That'd be scary. You're making, yeah, less appealing by the second. No, you're right. Yeah, even for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Either could, way, you're going to be drinking dirty water. Yeah, that's probably true, it. too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Plot twist. One more plot <laughs> twist. One more plot twist. Okay. One more. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's an, there's an astromech droid in the back and he's stuck and you gotta, you gotta help him now. Oh, damn. Is there a, just a one button I can push? Cause that'd be there easy. Is, but it's broken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. that. It's, it's, sorry, R2 unit. I don't think I could hang with that. That's a long way to swim down. I could swim up that far, but to go up and get a breath and swim back down, that'd be pretty tight. Plus, if it's 80 feet down, I don't know. Would you get the bends? 
Let's like just how far down. Let's do you- <laughs> just say the planet of Dagobah, the atmospheres in the water are different, and you wouldn't. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. No, I mean it is. You know, it's a it's an it's an alien planet. Sure. I can. I can. I can. That's okay. Space water. Space water. It's space water. It's not the same. All right. So we got two hapabores and an X-wing swimmer. What'd you call me? A hapabore? What did you call me, fine sir? <laughs> a person who would who would drink with a hapabore. Okay. All right. All right. You don't I look got, like one. Dignity. Oh, he looks like that when I try and take selfies. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen a uh, hapabore with a Moscow mule before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, (laughs) let's move on to Attack of the Fandom. Ready, attack! On the double! Fire! Which is our weekly look at anything geeky. That is catching our fancy, whether it's from Star Wars or something outside of it. Uh, John, why don't we start with you this week? Uh, you know, I'm going to start with something I just finished off tonight. I did the, right. uh, a painting class where everybody sits around and drinks wine and uh, they all paint the same picture. And it fancy. was super fun. We did this beautiful scenic scene with tulips and rolling hills and, and a pretty cherry tree blossoming. And mine has Chewbacca in it. <laughs> <laughs> and you should Safety all go to... That yeah. wasn't for the entire class. <laughs> Everybody thought, the, oh, you did a Grim Reaper? No, that's... Che- what? You don't... Does Grim the Grim Reaper. Reaper look like a Wookiee to you? Oh, are you doing Bigfoot? No, it's not Bigfoot. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Others were like, that Chewbacca is cool. It even, you even got his blue eyes in it. That's so cool. So there were some people that totally got it. Yeah, because Bigfoot totally walks around with a bowcaster. Hello? And a bandolier? <laughs> with a little satchel? Oh my god, this is too funny. Um uh, yes, people. well every everyone should check out John's uh, Instagram and see his fabulous picture, which John is a very talented artist. Well so. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I've never been to one of those drink and painting or you know, whatever. Uh, uh, they, <laughs> locally here they call it Vino and Van Gogh. Mm. Vino and Vango. <laughs> That's awesome. I've seen people do that and it always looks like fun. So I think it's great that you are creative and skilled enough that you could add Chewbacca to your painting. And it looks like Chewbacca, you know, it's not. <laughs> if I were to do it, it'd just be kind of like a brown haystack or something. I'd be like, does it does it look like Chewbacca? No, it's just kind of fuzzy. A giant cousin it or something. I like think that. the bandolier helps. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kat Ray? What's your uh, attack of the fandom this week? Uh, well, my attack of the fandom is something that I've been enjoying for a while. Um, and it's it's both a book series and a TV series called The Expanse. And it's <laughs> it's a set of books that's written by 
two authors. Their uh, their pen name is James S.A. Corey. And it's so far there are six books in the series with a seventh book coming out this year. Um, there's been there's been about one book per year since the first book was released. And um, it's a space opera, grand space opera set in the future uh, involving Earth, Mars, and what they call the belt, which is where people have settled on asteroids oh, wow. and carved out, you know, a life for themselves and kind of the the tensions that and, you know, political machinations that are happening between these three um, groups of people. How and would you like to be the first settlers there? And, you you know, you're writing back home. Yeah, you know, things are okay on the belt. We got off to a <laughs> rocky start, but things are smoothing out. Uh, I don't think I'd want to be one of those people, oh, quite I honestly. I mean, if we're, you know, if we're talking about <laughs> going out to colonize an asteroid, I don't, I don't think that's something I would really be. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd be signing up to... <laughs> To go out and do it. But anyway, they're, you know, it's great books, first and foremost, you know, really well written, very engaging. There's a lot going on. The characters are great. Um, lots of intrigue. And then sci-fi uh, got the rights to produce a TV show based on the book. And so far, there are two seasons out. And the first season and a half pretty much closely follow just the first book alone. And then the second half of season two um, has started getting into some of the plot lines that move beyond that. And it's so, so good. I mean, you don't it, it it's a great show to sit down and binge watch all at the same time because there's just so much world building and little character moments. And I have to say, it's some of the most gorgeous TV that I have ever watched wow. in my life. Okay. There was an episode, um, I think it was the fifth episode of season two, which is basically the end of book one. And I mean, I, you know, I watch TV and I enjoy watching TV. And I don't think I have ever been so captivated and impressed by the visuals in a TV episode. I mean, I turned off the TV and was like, I am completely blown away. And I don't think I've ever said that about a TV show before. It was just so impressively done. So oh, dang wow. my. Yeah. So my I think my, you like this show. I do. I like it a lot. Um, I, I don't know why I'm getting that. I, I think you I think you like it. So I would highly encourage people to read the books Um to get to to kind of have that grounding that under, you know, where everything is coming from and then watch the TV show. Although you can definitely watch the TV show without having read the books because there's a lot of world building. Um, so it, it's not, you know, it, it moves at a, at a much slower pace than some people might prefer because they're setting up a lot of the world um, and the, the supporting characters. But Really well done. I love it. You know, one of my favorite things aside from Star Wars. So read the books, watch the show. Come talk to me about it. One thing that helped me when I was reading a book and watching a show um, at the same time uh, mm -hmm. with Game of Thrones 
was I originally picked up the books before there was a show, and it was like, you know, it was too many characters, and it was kind of tough to, to, you know, compartmentalize things because a lot of the character names were pretty similar and blah, blah, blah. And then I watched the first episode of the show, and, I, and it gave me a visual reference that I could be like, okay, now I get it. And so I, oh. I went back and read before I watched the rest of the show. And I, mm. I totally enjoyed it that way. And then, you know, after I, I read the first book, I watched the first season, you know, the rest of the first season. And then, yeah. and then I read the second, before the second season started, I read the second book and I just, I plowed through all the books and now we're to the point where, you know, we're waiting for books to come out that. <laughs> They're never coming out. Never John, freaking coming out. I know it's yeah. killing me, but well, that's that's the thing with with these these two authors is that they've been very good about plotting everything out. So you're not waiting what like a decade in between books. I mean, I, <laughs> no. I don't actually know. It feels like it's been yeah. that long with his books, but. Um, they're they're very good at getting them out in a timely manner, so you're not having to wait too long in between um, <laughs> in between books. Although when you get to the end of one, you're like, ah, where is the next one? Come on, I need it right now. Give me my fix. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's my uh, that's my attack of the fandom this week. I've been really meaning to watch that show. Man, it looks so Do cool. It. Do it. Okay, gosh. All right, just stop yelling at me. I'm scared. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bump it up in the queue. Just because you really did a good job at selling it. Well, I'd definitely be curious to hear your thoughts. And I mean, I just know, you know, having, being a fan of sci-fi and fantasy that, you know, this, this is one of those those series both in book form and in in tv form that checks all the boxes so i've really been enjoying it cool cool yeah sign me up we'll start a new podcast just kidding yeah <laughs> it's probably the only other thing i would start a podcast about wow expanse <laughs> jesus so you're not going to join uh, me on my Don Henley podcast? <laughs> no, I don't oh, think okay. so. Right. <laughs> Aw, she just left it off. <laughs> I was joking anyway. <laughs> what about you, Adrian? So yet another show that <laughs> is coming back. Um, you know, I'm really anxious right now because I have to wait until the weekend for, for my Netflix binge. But uh, season five of House of Cards has finally been thrown at us. Mm. Oh. And, I mean, I don't know if you guys have, have you guys ever seen or heard of House of Cards? Heard of. Heard no, of I have it. not seen it. Uh, we're neither. stuck on the other Netflix show that just dropped, Bloodline. Oh, I've oh, wanted to watch yeah. that one, too. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, House of Cards, go. <laughs> So, like, House of Cards is uh, one of Netflix's first original programs. And that it itself is also, it's an updated remake of a UK show from the early 90s, if I remember correctly. I think you're right. Which itself was based on a novel. <laughs> so, yeah. 
But a really short synopsis, uh, it's a story of uh, Frank Underwood's rise to power in the U.S. government. Really simple synopsis. I'm not going to get into any of the murder, backstabbing, manipulation, <laughs> sex, drugs, etc., etc. That goes into Frank's uh, evil plans. Mm. He's a really, really bad guy, but he he's the main, he's a protagonist, he's the main character, and you just love seeing him be the slimy disgusting human just like oh he can't go any lower oh my god he just did that <laughs> like he just keeps on surprising you hmm. um there's a lot of breaking of the fourth wall where frank uh talks directly to the viewers which is really cool uh he lets you know what he's thinking what he's about to do so it kind of it's kind of it's like kind of like a sneak peek as to where things are going and you know but the other characters don't know and you're just kind of like you feel like you're in on it so it's a little a little immersive that way for me, at, mm. at least. Um, with the current political landscape right now in the U.S., <laughs> I was kind of curious as to how are they going to be able to top real life at the moment. And uh, a couple months ago, they on the inauguration day, actually, they released a promo, a teaser for House of Cards for this new season. And, you know, just seeing from what I've seen already, I'm like, you know what? You guys have got this. You managed to somehow top what's actually going on. <laughs> so that is a feat. Uh, uh, I haven't actually watched it yet. Again, I got to wait until the weekend, but I am so excited. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. And I mean, that's something, you know, it's just it's a show about politics. You know, I mean, eh, I shouldn't be that excited about it, but I am. And, <laughs> It's just a, such a well-scripted show. Kevin Spacey's amazing in it. Um, yeah, that's that's my that's my tag of the fandom for the week. And you said this was season five. Oh yeah. Wow, I didn't even. I mean, I have I've heard of the show, but I didn't realize it was already season five. That seems crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly the final season. Oh well, I hope it is everything you want it to be. I will be screaming in my television set plenty this weekend. <laughs> By the way, Bloodline has Krennic in it. Yes, Ben Mendelsohn. Really? Yeah, and he's so good. No capes, though, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> Although there is beautiful, there is beautiful um, paradise kind of uh, beach areas. All right. Yeah, I've wanted to watch that one too. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that's gonna good. Have to... Great. One more show I could add to the queue. Yeah, very, very bingeable. <laughs> very bingeable. So many. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought my family was screwed up. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> could always be worse. Yeah. Could always be worse. You could be a Rayburn. <laughs> that's their family name, the Rayburns. All right. Yeah. And on that note, as we uh, we start wrapping up here. All right, all right. So there you have it, folks. Uh, thank you once again for sh uh, joining us. If you want to disagree with our POV on how Carrie Fisher's absence should be uh, handled in future films, uh, you can go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Force Fan Podcast and let us know. If you want to say something to me directly, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cat Ray. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at That John Fred and my Facebook page, John K. Frederick. <laughs> so once again, thank you for joining us. We are the Force. See you next time. Talk to you guys next week. May the Force be with you. <laughs>